Hello, caller, you're on the air. Hello? Hello, how are you? I'm very good, how are you? Good, how can I help you? I just wanted to call and say thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, this is John Edward calling. I'm so humbled that you invited me on your show. Thank you so much, and good luck. Thank you. you you're the best. All because right. that's, you are All so right. right. You're right on the teeth. You have not said nothing that I don't know anything about. Your colors are fantastic. Thanks That's listening. wonderful. You know, I feel a lot more comfortable. I felt good tuning in. Uh, I just got good energy when the reminder of the show came across my profile, and uh, mm-hmm. the fellow hosting it has had really great guests and good energy, and, mm-hmm. you know, it, uh, it, it feels really good. Uh, may everybody's heart's desires uh, be divinely blessed. Very good. Thank you. I want to thank you so much for giving me a chance to be on your show. I really enjoyed it. Uh, thank you so much, Tori, for joining me. Oh, it was a pleasure. We could have done two hours, Michael, you know? <laughs> One more. Okay. Please, going to be me. It is you, dear, 727. Oh, my God. I don't think I'm talking to anybody. <laughs> you were talking to Michael. Oh, my God. <laughs> Tuesday, August 30th, 2011, 10 p.m., second show of the evening. You're listening to Be The Light Now Radio, and I'm your host, Reverend Michael. Hopefully everyone's having a wonderful day, and uh, hopefully if uh, you were affected by um, Hurricane Irene, and you're listening in, it means you have power. Hopefully uh, things are going okay for you. If not, uh, you know we constantly send out prayers and healing to everyone who's been affected, because I guess it's still like 2 million people without power. And I have uh, 
family and friends still up in uh, in New England, up in Rhode Island. And I uh, actually have uh, one friend who's moved to uh, Rehoboth, Mass. She lost electricity, and uh, they're told it's not going to come back on until possibly Sunday at the earliest. So they're um, they're not used to it. Um, you know, they're doing the best they can, and and over a month, it's going to take months to to heal up there. So we're constantly sending out healing energies to um, to everybody that's been affected. Uh, got some you know, hurricane season hasn't even peaked yet, so we have some other storms that are going to be on their way here. So we just got to keep on praying that. Uh, Mother Nature takes it easy on us this time around. So anyways, we you all enjoyed him when he was here the last time. So we brought him back again. Let me see where he's at in the queue. There we go. So homie, welcome back to the show. I'm tongue-tied. Uh-oh. John Michael Thornton. Hello. Welcome back. Hi. Thanks for having me. So uh, tell everyone a little bit about yourself, because we have quite a few new people listening in. Okay, well, as you heard, my name is John Michael Thornton. I've been giving psychic readings for 18 years, and it has been my full-time job for the last three. Uh, I also teach yoga and teach psychic development classes. I also have meditation CD out, and I try to keep busy. So uh, all that's available, of course, on my website at johnmichaelthornton.com, where I also, just for you guys, have just put a coupon up for anyone who wants to get a full reading after the show. I'm offering 15% off to all listeners of the show. You just use the coupon code BETHELIGHTNOW, all lowercase, all one word. So I wanted to do that. Cool. Well, thank you for uh, offering that to the listeners. We really appreciate that. So it's great to be back here. It's great to be back. The last time I was on your show, yes, it was so right after busy. you switched. Yeah. The last time I was here, it was right after you switched to the new setup, and the, I didn't really get a chance to talk to you at all this that first show because you were busy with the new board setup and all that other stuff. So yep. I hope this one will be a little yeah, bit more It's been, it's been calm. crazy. Yeah, hopefully. That's good. That's good. Yeah. So, what have you been up to besides doing readings and and all that other fun stuff? Well, I've been um, getting ready for fall fair season. I do a lot of psychic fairs, shows, and lectures in the fall season. So, getting ready for that. Summer has been kind of slow for me. And, you know, I've talked to a number of my friends who are also psychics, and a lot of people are saying that the people who are coming to us are ready and Raring, and they are very much in need of guidance and readings, but we're not getting very many of them. And so that's been interesting for me. Uh, I've been doing more teaching than I've been doing actually readings. And I don't know if you've had any similar experience. Of course, you've got the show. I'm sure you're busy all the time. But it's been a it's been an interesting summer, and it's really been an opportunity for me to do a lot of introspection and spend more time working on myself than working on others, which is probably good for me. But it's yeah, I've noticed that too. A lot of people, um, yeah, a lot of people uh, wanting readings and all, but they're not getting them. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, there's so much uncertainty with people these days that 
even doing something good for themselves, they're not always ready to put out the time, the energy, or the money. So that's going to be so going out. Things will be changing. Yes. Well, things are things are changing very definitely, and it's going to be an interesting couple of years. I think we're oh yeah, definitely in the best it's going to be possible uh, business <laughs> for these next couple of years. Yeah. But we are also on yeah, the front We're going to definitely be on the... Yes. So we're going to definitely be uh, through the change and um, having so many people coming to us. Yeah, well, you know, it's it's one of the best things about doing this kind of work, doing psychic readings and lecturing and teaching, is we get to meet people when they're going through their biggest transitions and their most the most interesting times in their life. And I feel like what we can when we're at our best or when I'm at my best at least is when I'm at given the opportunity to help someone to not need me anymore. To not just sort of tell them what to do as they're going through chaos, but to help them get in touch with their own source and their own guidance so that the next time whatever's going on hits the fan, they don't necessarily need so much outside guidance. They're getting so much more of it from themselves. So probably not the best way to run a business, but certainly does help. Uh, I guess everything done for you. <laughs> so what are we doing tonight? Uh, well, we've got people already calling in wanting some readings, so if you're ready, we can take some calls. Sure. Sure. Happy to help. At area code 631, you're on the air. Yes, hi. Thank you so much for taking my call. Hi. Hi. My name is Suzanne, and I went on a job interview a couple of weeks ago for a lunch monitor position, and they were supposed to tell me Monday they didn't. Will I find out about that, or I will find out about another job? What I'm feeling about the um, the lunch monitor position is that that doesn't feel like it was the right one for you. And I feel like you're going to hear back from them. You may have to call them. Uh, a lot of employers are sissies about calling people and saying, uh, you're not quite what we're looking for right now. But I feel like you're coming out of a period of major stagnation and the job that you're, the one that you're going to get is going to happen in the next week or two. Well, can I, I just, um, someone asked me if I wanted to sub as a lunch monitor as an in to get a teacher aide or assistant job down the road. Is that what I'm going to get or something completely different? That would be a good thing to do for now. Um, you're not going to be subbing for very long. You see me get like, lunch and then aid or assistant? Um, I'm seeing uh, teacher's aid. When will that be? That's going to happen pretty quickly. You're not going to be subbing very long. Um, well, I'm, I was asked to sub as a uh, lunch monitor. Right, I know. I know. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't think you're going to be doing the, the subbing for the lunch monitor, uh, monitor thing for very long. Um, because it, it, what I feel like is 
when you went in for the interview and they were looking for the full-time lunch person thingy, um, they met you and they liked you, but you weren't right for what they were looking for. But because they were focused on this is the position we're trying to fill right now, they weren't thinking about anything else, any other openings. And so once you get in there and people actually get a chance to meet you, that's going to be your opportunity to move into a real position. Well, these are two different schools, though. The one I didn't interview yet. One I have to get the paperwork to, and they might interview me next week. The other one is the oh, okay. One that, yeah. Okay. Um, go for the one where you'd be subbing. Um, like I said, the, the the one that said they were going to call you, you're not going to hear from them. Well, I mean, I if you talk, that. if you call them, they'll tell you, but you're not going to. Um, that that didn't work out. So you see me getting this subbing, subbing like for a month or? Yeah, I don't think you'll be subbing uh, for a month at the most. I think it's probably actually, uh, I feel like it's actually going to be less than that. Um, here's the thing. Don't take this the wrong way. You don't always interview very well. You do much better when people get a chance to actually talk to you and get to know you a little bit better. And so being there on a, a semi-regular basis subbing it's going to be way better for you. But you think the the initial interview will go okay, that I'll get the subbing? Yeah, because subbing's not that big a deal. Okay. But don't be uh, nervous. Yeah. You tend to get really, really nervous for job yeah, interviews, yeah. and it it just does not put you in your best light. So take a deep breath. Relax before you go in. You know, try to be chill about it. Um because once they actually get a chance to get to know you, it'll be fine. It's just that initial interview where you tend to be a little crazy. That's it'll funny. Be fine. Can I ask <laughs> you another quick question? What about my love life? You think this is the person that's going to be long lasting or This is pretty long lasting. Sometimes I feel like he likes me and then doesn't like me, I don't know, or I'm quiet. Well, You both tend to get a little bit gun-shy. I don't know if that's the right phrase. Um, nervous around each other. Uh, you've both had some... Let me see, what's the best way to say this? Um, metaphorically smacked around in your love life in the past. Yeah. Well, you're good to <laughs> okay. um, And so both of you tend to get like scared and freaked out of the, about the same kind of stuff. So... Um, there's a, there's this long period of you both waiting for the other person to make the first move. Yeah. <laughs> that could go on forever. Okay. <laughs> so um, I really feel like as scary as it is, if you calmly say, look, I really like you. I re don't, I don't, I'm not saying we should get married or anything, but I'd like to, the next level or see each other more or something along those lines um, after the emotion, the initial moment of that look of panic in his eyes because everybody gets that um, he's going to go oh thank goodness it means I don't have to make the next move okay. so don't you don't need to come on like super crazy strong but coming on a little stronger would help because otherwise the two of you are just going to keep circling each other for a while until 
Oh, it's so funny. I'm laughing because it is like that. (laughs) So don't be scared. I've said that to you a lot this reading. Don't be scared. It'll be okay. Take a deep breath. Relax. Yeah, because we get along. Yeah. It's just both of you just kind of like go, I don't know. Maybe if I say something, then, well, I don't want to make a, don't want to push. I don't want to scare her. But if, if maybe if I just wait, something will eventually happen. Like maybe we'll trip and fall on each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that could take a long time. <laughs> Better to make the move. All right. And real, real quick, I know you have other calls. Do you ever see me getting residential custody back on my son? It's a big thing. He, my ex, has it now. Just real quick. I'm sorry. This is going to take a while. A couple of years, um, a year. Or... Yeah, this is an ongoing thing. This is this is one of those fights that can go on for quite a while, and um, it's a fight that you should continue to fight. But I don't want to have to keep taking off work and spending money. That's my problem, and he knows that. Right. Um, at this point, he figures he can outspend you. Yeah. And he's right. But, but I, I feel like I just... what you... My son's what you be- need to do is um, make sure that you are always a part of your son's life in a very real way because what's really going to be the final selling point or tipping point, um, the thing that really moves this in one direction or the other, is when your son can start making his own wishes known. and you've got to make sure that you're a big enough part in his life that he can. So this is going to take a little while. What, you think a couple of years or? Yeah. I yeah, think a more in the years. Mm-hmm. But it's... A little bit of brainwashing. older. And... Yeah, but, you know, that only works for so long. Eventually, every kid becomes an obnoxious teenager who wants to upset the parent that he's living with. Well, then he'll go with me when he gets to be a teenager. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But in the meantime, just make sure that you're continuing to be a really strong and positive part of his life so that whenever he's with you, he knows that he's loved and wanted and has a future with you and and definitely make sure that that you're not, that he's not, a chess piece for you, that he's not a tool at getting back at your ex, which... He's not. He's not. Mm-mm, no way. I know. But he does sometimes feel like that. Not necessarily from you, but, you know, it's just that thing, you know, the ongoing battle. So just give him all the love that you can give him and let the choice be his. It's the only way it will really work anyway. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, and I hope and I think you're right about the job. But I'll email um, Michael for that and tell him if I get the job or not. Okay. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Have a great night. You too. Bye bye. 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 She had such heavy energy about her too. Yeah. Well, a lot going on. A lot going on. Yeah. And you were able to definitely help her out a lot. I hope so. Once again, period of transition. That's when we talk to people the most. Yeah, it's going to take us a while. (laughs) All right. 
So, who's next? Harry code 228, you're on the air. Hello. Hi. Hey, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Good. Um, I just had, uh, I wanted like a general reading. I have made some major changes in my life recently, and I just want to see if you were picking up on any of that or if you had any advice for me without giving um, what's you your name? any. Stacy. Stacy. Um, Stacy, i got to be honest, in these quickie, like, radio phone reading things, um, mm-hmm. it helps a lot if you have, give me a question or something to sort of direct me where we're heading. Um, otherwise, it turns into a fishing expedition. Okay. Well, basically, um, uh, I had just moved, like, internationally to a different mm-hmm. country to restart over. And I just wanted to know if you see me residing here for a long time, or how, what do you see coming together for me? You've got a bit of a wanderlust to you. Um, and don't really... Even if the place is great, you don't like to stay there too long. Um, you get itchy feet. I feel like you're going to be where you're at for oh, three to four years mm-hmm. before you start looking for where your next location is going to be. Um, but what I feel like is the next move isn't going to be quite so big and dramatic. Okay. Uh, but for the next stretch, foreseeable future, uh, you know, eight to nine, eight or nine years, maybe that, okay. um, you're going to move a couple times. Okay. And it's because you kind of like it. I mean, yeah, I know it's a big deal, but you like it. You like that that new challenge, that new place where no one really knows you yet and you can explore and decide who you want to be. And Mm -hmm. so there's going to be, so you're not settled, settled, but it's going to be a long time. The reason that I did move was to, is because I had entered a new relationship. So I moved to settle here. Mm -hmm. So do you Mm -hmm. see that lasting? For a while. Okay. For a while. The new the move was worth it. The move was worth it. It's not like you're gonna be there for you know three weeks and go oh well that was a bad idea. No, the move was worth it. Uh, but I don't see you staying at staying where you're at for more than three or four years. Um, but like I said, the next move's not going to be quite so dramatic. So it may be within this, within the same country, within just moving to a different city or something along those lines. Okay. Mhm. The move was worth it, though. Okay. Very exciting. You got some good um, stuff coming. To you. I hope so. Well, thank you so much. Be positive. Okay. All right. You have a good night. Go to area code eight one four. You're on the air. Hello. Hi. Hi. Uh, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Who is this? 
Um, this is Amy. Hi, Amy. What can I do for you tonight? Um, I'm calling to see um, if you're picking up anything with a relationship with a gentleman from work. Um, do you need his name? Um, just his first name, if you wouldn't mind. Uh, Scott. Scott. Amy, are you sure you're not beating your head against the wall for um, some uh, a, a non-productive reason? It's up and down. Like, just when I thought things were really moving forward, he pulled back. I mean... Yeah. I don't feel like this is someone that you really me. ought to pursue. This is... He's... He's he's got romantic attention deficit disorder. And he doesn't stay focused very well, and you need someone who stays focused. Uh, I, I feel like this is um, not the best thing for you to be putting your energy into right now. Because you're not getting back what you're putting out. You could do better. Okay. That was not what you wanted to hear. Yeah. I'm sorry. So basically but, he doesn't have he doesn't have feelings. Well, it's not that he doesn't he's just like he he just doesn't stay focused. He's he gets all distracted by other people around him. I, I feel like if you keep chasing him, you're going to chase him for a long, long time. And while you'll get some affection returned to you, it's not going to be consistent. And it's this guy sounds like a, seems like a recipe for heartache. And I don't think that that's what you deserve or need. So I would encourage you to turn your attention elsewhere and find someone who's going to um, not be distracted by every shiny object in his path and actually give you some real good love and affection because this doesn't feel like the one for you. Okay. Okay, because he's like up and down, up and down, up and down. Okay. Yes, he could do that for the next three or four years. You'd go nuts. So don't don't break your own heart like this. You can do better, and you can find someone who's actually going to respond to you and pay attention to you. In ways that he doesn't. And what he's telling me basically isn't even the truth? Well, he does like you. But 
doesn't stay focused. So don't get mad. Just go elsewhere. Because otherwise you can just keep pursuing him for a long, long time. And it's just going to make you sad and depressed. Okay. Find a better guy. There are better guys out there. Okay. You'll be happier if you find a better guy. Okay. And probably won't even bother him if I do find somebody else, huh? Well, there'd be a minor, you know, moment of ego because he does have enough of an ego that if he saw you with somebody else, he'd get a bit jealous, but he wouldn't do much about it. So, you know, it's, Go find somebody else. Okay. You'll be happier. You'll be happier. And I I really do feel like once you take your attention off this guy, it's not going to find you for it's not going to take you very long to find somebody else. Okay. You're just currently wasting your time chasing the guy who just is going to keep running. If you stop doing that, you're going to let somebody else catch you. That makes sense. Is that a good metaphor? Okay. All right. Okay. 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 Thank you. You're welcome. Have a great night. Okay. Thanks. Mhm. Yeah, that's that's the hard part. Is um, so many people are afraid to uh, go forward. Mhm. Mhm. And. If you've got two people who are at very different places in their life, one's ready to settle down and, some, and the other person totally isn't, you can't make someone settle down and pay good attention to you, at least not for very long. So find someone who's at the same place that you are and ready to be happy yep. and not get distracted and by she'll definitely be a lot happier. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Happiness is way underrated. Oh, yeah. Well, let's go ahead and take on area code 562. You're on the air. Hi, Michael. Um, Hi, guys. How are you guys doing? I'm good. How are you? Doing great. I'm, I'm doing good. Um, Thanks for taking my call. And um, just a quick question. Do you see any, um, any issue with... Uh, a neighbor and my car, um, he thinks I did some damage. Do you see that resolving itself? Uh, what's your name? I'm sorry. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Ola? Ola. Ola. I like your name. Ola. Thank you. <laughs> I, I feel like this is one of those situations where um, if you have been trying to handle it on your own, uh, you're going to end up with way more pain than if you turn it over to an insurance company or, or something along those lines. Um, That's what I did, yeah, okay, or I'm doing, good. yeah. Um, yeah, once it's, turn- once it's no longer his neighbor annoying him about this or her yeah, a little or bit. whatever, uh, um, then yeah. it's going to get resolved much faster when it's somebody else with, you know, a 
the, uh, a stranger with a feeling of authority and a large organization backing them up, uh, it's going to get handled very quickly. If it's just you oh. trying to handle it on a small level, you're just, mm -hmm. yeah, it's not going to happen. So turning it over to the insurance and letting them handle it while you could just smile and go, I turned it over to my insurance company. There's nothing I can do about it now. Okay, um, is, yeah, it, it'll it'll get resolved reasonably quickly. Um, okay. Do you see me having within to? This quarter, I don't. Oh, great. Okay, because I, I don't think I hit because uh, I have a white car and he has white paint. And I think I, I print. I know somebody else, but it's hard to prove. It's weird. Right. Uh, yeah. Um, you paint um, out. A lot, or I'm sorry. What was that? I lost you for a second. Oh yeah. Do you see me having to um, pay anything? It's kind of hard to prove, even though I know I didn't go anywhere yeah. near his car. Um, have you had have you had them look at your car to make sure that there's no missing corresponding paint? They're going to. My actually, I was sideswiped a couple months ago, which they have a record of. So I'm hoping okay. they can kind of go back to that and see, oh, well, this is actually other damage. Okay. Yeah, make sure that they do. Um, and if you, uh, you may want to, just to be sure, uh, get mm -hmm. a copy of the record for when you were sideswiped. Okay. Um, whether it, I don't know if there's a police report or if just need the insurance record. Um, but just make sure, sure that, you know, when they look at it and when the inspector or adjuster comes out and looks at it and says, oh, looks like we got damage right here, you can go, no, 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 no. That was from three or four months ago. I've got the paperwork right here. And, they, and that way there's no – you don't have to right. wait for them to do their job. <laughs> okay. You can just make it easy. Um, and got it, got it. I feel like it's it's going to be just taken care of. Um, what it feels like to me is it's going to be one of those things where um, the various insurance companies will work it out. Okay. Um, and it'll act, once it gets moving, it'll get solved pretty quickly. Right now, it's just the the um, you know. It's an inconvenience. <sighs> Yeah. <laughs> okay. Great. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. um, You're very welcome. Yeah, that was it. That's the only thing pressing. Okay. <laughs> um, have, a good, good. have a good day, good. guys. And thanks for doing this, by the way. Oh, you're very welcome. You have a great night. Okay. You too. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye. Uh, I like her energy. She's so bubbly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With a great positive outlook on how the future is going to be. That's great. We all need that positive outlook. Yeah. Especially this, uh, this day and age. Isn't it true? Isn't it true? Let's see if we can bring area code 302 on. 302. Oh, they're vacuuming or something. <laughs> Don't do housework while you're on hold. Area code 480. Yeah, no. Because we'll bypass you. Yes. Area code 480, you're on the air. 
Spice, how are you? Good. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Um Good. I was going I was calling because I just wanted to know um I've sort of met somebody and mm-hmm. I was just wondering what uh the outlook would be with that person. What's your name? Loretta. Loretta. I like this, Loretta. I like this one. Um, you, your energy right now feels so eager that um, I'm sorry, I got a giggle. Uh, the picture in my head I get is of someone is just like a cat waiting to pounce. He's just. Okay. <laughs> um, and that's good. It's fun. Um, this this feels like it's got some potential to it. Um, I don't know if this is going to be the next love of your life, but this has got some nice potential to it. And um, I'd like to encourage you to be um, interested but not overly aggressive. <laughs> At least not until uh, the second or third date. Um, We we they uh, even know each other. Uh, It's just through a chance happening, uh, like a daily chance happening. Our cross, our paths cross for like Mm -hmm. two seconds. Yeah. Follow up on this. Follow up on this. Um, I've approached him. Um, I actually gave him a note with uh, my name and number. He Mm -hmm. called and never left a message and never pursued. After that, I have not heard anything, and I just didn't know if I should step out of my box and say something, uh, you know, to see if I can push it along or... Yeah. Make it kind of casual. Sort of, hey, how how come you never called me? And he's shy is not quite the right word. Nervous is a little bit better. Okay. And um, tends towards some self-doubt. Okay. So he he's the kind of person who needs gentle prodding sometimes. Okay. Um, but when he loosens up, he's a lot of fun and he's really, really funny. Okay. <laughs> well, he, he did something that had totally shocked me uh, from when I saw him on Friday and then I saw mm-hmm. him yesterday. And he did something to his physical appearance, and it just totally shocked me. It wasn't a bad thing, but it just shocked mm-hmm. me, and I didn't really even say anything. And then it just seemed like he kind of withdrew a little. And oh. I didn't know if I offended him because I didn't say anything or because I had acted shocked or, or something. He shaved his well, head, just to let you know. <laughs> 
how would you respond if you got your hair done and nobody responded? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, he went from having hair on Friday to the next time I saw him Monday uh, to having none. So it was just a shock. Men like compliments, too. <laughs> you can even make a joke about it. There's something different about you. I can't quite put my finger on it. Okay. New shirt? I don't know. It'll come to me. <laughs> you know, just, but, yeah. Do a little pursuing there. Um, it doesn't have to be super aggressive, but um, do a little do a little pursuing. And, um, but, yeah, talk about the hair. Ask him what he's doing. Um, but if you do nothing, this will go nowhere. Okay. All right. So if I approached him with, like, apologizing, uh, if I offended him or made him uncomfortable about the No, that's making it too serious. Okay. Okay. Keep it light. (laughs) All right. Make a joke. Um, If you make a big deal of it, then he's going to – because the guy thing to respond of, I'm sorry I didn't compliment you on your new haircut. Okay. Makes you feel not very manly. Okay. And while that may actually be what he's upset about, if you bring it up like that, that doesn't sound macho. Okay. So you got to kind of make a joke out of it. If you make a joke okay. out of it, then he can just then he can play that up. But okay, don't make it too serious. All right. He okay. does better if it's not too serious. All right. Well, then I'll okay. try and figure that out before morning. <laughs> <laughs> my right, you know, like something different. I just can't put my finger on it. Contacts? Okay, so I should go with the hair go with the hair thing, not going anywhere about um uh about uh apologizing for the note for making him uncomfortable. I should definitely bring up about the hair. Yeah, don't apologize to him. It makes him feel weird. Um Okay. Because he didn't do anything really wrong. Yeah. So, yeah, just, you know, keep it light, keep it funny. Um, but, you know, you can't even do these. So, hey, how come you never called me? Okay. You know, what's the matter? All you think is broken? exceptionally shy, so. <laughs> well, and you see, that's the problem. Two shy people end up circling each other for years. It's tedious. All of your friends get tired hearing about it. Yep. <laughs> so. That's true. The other question I had is about my home life situation. Okay. (laughs) What's going on? Well, um, just seeing, it it just seems a little um, toxic. (laughs) A little toxic. Okay. A little toxic. Um, It's like being uncomfortable all the time. I think toxic is a little bit heavy-handed, but, I mean, that's just my perspective. Um, To me, it's more analogous to wearing uncomfortably tight and itchy underwear. It's not horrible, but you're uncomfortable all the time. Okay. Okay. 
you see that changing? Or in, in it like feels in to me like there's a di- there's a significant lack of communication going on here, mm-hmm. and that's there's a lot of talking going on, but not to the right people. Okay. So things are getting built up bigger than they really are. So I feel like um, what you guys need to do is you need to be talking to each other as opposed to talking to your friends about how much everything sucks. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, Because things are getting blown out of proportion because um, you're you're all talking to the wrong people. Okay. So... um, do you see it changing for the better, like a move or something in regards to it? Or, Well, you can either work this out or you can get out. Okay. Um, because if you keep the way you're going right now, you're in for a blow-up by Thanksgiving. Well, that's actually a long way away, but... Um, it's not that long. That would be the big blowout. Big blowout. Um, we can have smaller ones between now and then. But I feel like this can be, like I said, this could be resolved with communication or you can pack up and go. But what I feel is the sort of the, the salient point here, and this is exa- th- these are two situations that are really mirroring each other. In both cases, if you want something to change and you want something to get better, you have to do it. Okay. If you wait around for the other person, if you wait for this guy to come up to you, you're going to wait for a really long time. If you wait for this home thing, home, your home situation to resolve itself, you're going to wait a long time. But if you go and make some proactive and positive steps here and keep it light you tend to go serious sometimes keep it light then this can be resolved positively okay but if you just wait to see what's going to happen next you're going to wait a long time and you're not going to be happy with the results okay okay right. you got to step out of your shell a little bit here and i know that can be hard for you but Definitely. I have, breath, I have a it. goal on one of them. The first one, I actually have a goal that I want to have that resolved within within the next 16 working days. <laughs> okay, that's good. Put it on your calendar. You can do the big X off of the days like they do in the movies. I don't know anyone who does it in real life, but, you know, you could do that or something <laughs> along those lines. And well, I want it in time for my birthday. That's why. Okay. That's a good goal. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I will have to step out of my box and do what I need to do. Yes. You can do it. Be brave. Okay. Thank you so much. You're welcome. You have a great night. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, yes. Yeah, Usually good advice. Uh, Be brave. Made a difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yes, she definitely had some uh, some comforting there. Well, you know, it's hard to step outside our little box, and it's so much easier to sort of just wait and see what happens. But that doesn't always work. Yeah, even I hate. No, even I hate stepping outside the box. 
you know, won't somebody else do it for me? I know. I wish they would. <laughs> so much easier. Let's go ahead and bring on area code 570. Okay. Hey, guys. How you doing tonight? Good. How are you? All right. I also don't like to step outside the box. And apparently not to press the number one on the keypad either. Well, you know. So what? Uh, You're so on what can I, now, though. Yep. All right. Um, well, John. Um, basically, uh, I'm just wondering about um, relationship and uh, okay. if uh, anything is going to happen with this love interest that I do have with this uh, woman, or if uh, there's going to be someone else in my life. Uh, what's your name? Greg. Rick. The phrase that I've been getting is tread carefully. There's um there's a lot of good here, but you're going to have to work for it. Uh, yeah, I've been working working at it for a while. And, uh, yeah. Um, that, okay, let me set it up here because I can't actually, I certainly can't make a decision for you because what if, you know, you don't like the way it turns out. Um, but here's what it looks like to me. Um, this is almost a video game rescue the princess kind of thing. All kinds of challenges and goals and stuff thrown in your path and monkeys pounding their chest and stupid stuff like that um, to actually get to the end. And I feel like you're maybe halfway through the game at this point. It would You've got a ways more to go before you're going to rescue the princess win the game, however you want to put this. Um, but we're talking a good number of more hoops to jump through. And whether or not you want to keep doing this, that's the big question. Um, you know, like I said, there's a potential for some good here, but it might be more uh, trouble than you really are willing to go through at this point in your life. Um, and I feel like with this relationship there's always going to be a certain amount of prove to me that you really love me prove to me that you really care and that can get exhausting the constantly proving yourself it's not that the when the when it's good it's going to be really good but it's always going to be a lot of work. So think about that. Uh, ask yourself, how long am I willing to keep jumping through hoops and trying to slay the dragon and whatever else you're doing here? Um, I am certainly not going to tell you what to do on this, but I feel like 
it's going to continue to be a challenge. So plan accordingly. Yeah. And uh, just to give your listeners a little uh, little preview of basically what's going on is she's actually getting out of a relationship with a woman. So mm-hmm. that's uh, it's it's an interesting battle. And I don't know yeah. if she's kind of uh, working working on things and she's hot and cold with her and it's just really just tough because uh, mm-hmm. I really feel it's not a good relationship for her but and she feels the same way but yet she can't leave go. And right. it's, it's tough. Yeah, so, so you you keep trying to rescue her from this bad relationship and yeah, I'm just trying to be a be a good be a good friend to her and just be there for her. And we talk all mm-hmm. the time, and uh, you know we usually talk for at least an hour a day every day. And uh, you know it's it's good, and we share a lot of things in common. But at the same time, mm-hmm. I would love to actually have something with her. But yeah. it's just hasn't really been happening. Although I don't know, it it seems like there could be and. Who knows? Mm-hmm. So, well, I, I guess, uh, yeah, like I said, I, I certainly am not going to actually tell you what to do because that's not my job. But um, this, this would, this is, it would continue to be a lot of work and a lot of um, not getting anywhere anytime soon. Um, I would encourage you to find someone who's in a little less complicated situation. And I know complicated is the word of the day, but uh, this is not the easiest thing to uh, get through. So you might want to look elsewhere, and if she gets her stuff together and decides that she's that you're what she's looking for, then she'll go and find you. But uh don't if, if I do decide don't take to go yourself with, off uh, the market. Hmm? Yeah. If I do decide to uh to look elsewhere, um do you see me getting in contact with anybody anytime soon or will it be a little while from now? What do you consider long? Um, I feel like once you uh, – right now you're so focused on her that you're really not available for anyone else. So um, it, I, I really believe that uh, when we're obsessed with somebody else, we put up an in, a semi-invisible blinking go-away sign above our heads for everybody else. And you kind of got that going on right now. So uh, if you can clear your mind enough to really be open to somebody else, then you're going to have some prospects pretty quickly. But as long as you're still hung up on this current girl, then nobody else has a chance of getting anywhere close to you. So... Keep that in mind. 
that's uh sounds about as accurate as it can get. So uh I appreciate it, John, and I'll see what I can do. You're very welcome. So You're very uh, welcome. Have a great night. All right, you too. Take care now. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, that's definitely a tough relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Erica 317, you're on the air. Hello. Hi. Hi. Who's this? Um, Manita. I'm sorry, what? Manita. Oh, nice. Manita. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, uh, what can I do for you tonight? Um, I um, am currently in a relationship. And uh, we've uh, had talks with, like, marriage and things like that. Um, so I just wondered if, like, things were going to come together eventually and if he was my guy, actually. Okay. That's the real question, not whether it's going to come together eventually. Yeah. Whether this is the guy who's worth it, huh? Yeah. He's worth it. He's worth it. I think so. Um, and, um, but it, it's not just been the two of you who's sort of kept you guys from taking it to the next level or marriage or whatever. Um, it seems like every time you try to start moving towards that, all sorts of stuff gets thrown in your path. Um, yeah. <laughs> like maybe we could start thinking about marriage. Oh wait, suddenly there's stuff going on at work, or suddenly there's stuff going on with family, or your family, or my family, or we've got a sick relative. And it's, it's, every time you guys start to really move forward on this, it's like big rocks just thrown into your path. Um, don't let it get you down, and don't stress about it. You know, it's the 21st century, and it's not like 50 years ago where, oh, you're not married, you're going to die alone. Yeah, that's not the way it is anymore. It doesn't matter if you guys are solidly married right now or if you're not solidly married. What matters is that the two of you continue to really care about each other and enjoy each other's company, and when the time is right, um, It'll happen. I actually feel this is not necessarily what you want to hear from me, but uh, what I really feel like is that when the two of you get married, it's going to be a very spontaneous, hey, what do you want to do tomorrow? Let's elope. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Our I families are nuts. We, yeah, we have talked about, like, just running off to Vegas or something. <laughs> because every time you think, well, let's plan a wedding. It suddenly gets really, really big, complicated, and expensive really fast because yeah. you've got big, complicated families. So, you know, you can wait another couple years until your families become less complicated. Good luck with that. And your lives become less complicated. Good luck with that. Or you can think of it another way why don't we go get married and have a really big first anniversary party when we invite everybody? 
Yeah. Something along those lines. So to take some of the pressure off so that it's not such a big deal. I mean, yeah, you got some relatives who are going to go, oh, my God, you got married and you didn't invite us? I'm horrified. Yeah, but it could you could spend months, if not years, trying to get everybody on the same page for this. If you really yeah, love each I other and you feel like you really need to, do it. Or just let it go and enjoy each other's company and live in sin, as my grandmother would say. <laughs> yeah. and then I had another quick question, like just about work. And um mm-hmm. I had a situation where um, I was hired for a job, but um, I guess the list expired, so then I was just put on a temporary promotion until they re-announced the job, and then um, I have to apply again and hopefully get on the list so I get my job back. <laughs> Do you see that being a problem? This is ridiculous tomfoolery. (laughs) And you need to you need to talk to some people with actual authority to make stuff happen and point out to them exactly what ridiculous tomfoolery this is. Yeah. Because if you just this this is ridiculous. This is just ridiculous. And um, it will actually reflect better on you with the people who actually have the power and authority to make stuff happen uh, if you don't just sit through the process than if you go and just say, all right, I need to talk to someone who can actually make this, who can fix this, and I, I need to talk to them now. You don't need to be, you know, really nasty about it, but you need to be insistent that, um, this is ridiculous and I feel like it's going to help you in the long run because you're uh-huh. going to be seen as more proactive and um, uh-huh. more forceful whereas if you just sort of let it happen it's not going to reflect well on you even though this isn't officially a test everything's a test yeah um, and there's going to be someone in the decision-making process who just looks at you and goes, what kind of person would put up with this kind of crap? Yeah. You're better off not putting up with this and saying, I was chosen for this job, I was hired for this job. It is just ridiculous that because of some administration – it." administrative screw-ups, I'm not doing it right now. Right, and it's, so, uh, fix it. it's kind of difficult. It's, um, it becomes a little bit different when it's like a government job, and then mm-hmm. um, unions get involved and everything. So Even so, it's, kind of it's a little bit screwy, but there's still always someone who's got the position to just say, Let's just fix this. Yeah. Um, and it's better to be proactive in the situation. If you just sort of let it happen, if there's no fires being lit underneath anybody's feet, 
then, you know, it can go on forever. And someone who is willing to light a fire is going to end up with your job. So, you know, you don't have to, you don't have to be nasty about it, but you have to be insistent about it that you were hired for this job and it needs to happen so that you can get to work and do your job. Yeah. Yeah, and actually now I am doing it, but it's just on a temporary basis. And so it's like if I... If I don't apply, or if I do apply, but I don't make it back on this list, then I would go back into my old job rather than the job that I was actually promoted to, which mm-hmm. is kind of bogus. So. Yeah, it is bogus. And um, you may have to do a little bit of uh, hopping up the the ladder of people who, you know, make things happen and do things. Um mm-hmm. You know, your immediate supervisor is going to go, well, there's nothing we can do. (sighs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, skip over that person. Um, And what you may want, years ago I was working for uh, Port Authority of New York and New Jersey, and one of the things that I discovered is in any government agency, there are people who know how everything works, and it's usually the oldest, crankiest-looking secretary in the place, or administrative assistant, or however <laughs> you want to describe them. You know, the kind yeah. who it does you well to bribe with baked goods every once in a while and listen to stories about her grandchildren and her feet. Um, <laughs> yeah. You need to go talk to that person in your office and go, okay, who do I need to unofficially talk to to make this happen? You want another brownie? And figure out who is the person you need to go unofficially talk to. And it may be something as simple as, you know, knocking on a door and saying, hi, do you have a minute? Can we talk? Just, you know, off the record. I could use some advice. Not necessarily, can you fix this for me? I could use some advice. How would you handle this? And that's going to get you more answers than anything else. But... Don't just sit around and wait for this to resolve itself because it, even if you get the promotion, it will make you look bad in the future because you okay. were passive about it. So go be active. Okay. Um, and, yeah. Got a minute? Can we talk? I could use some advice. Okay. And it never hurts to bring baked goods. <laughs> okay. All right. All right, thank you. You're very welcome. You have a great night. You too. Yeah, there's always somebody who knows how to make anything happen. They won't do it, but they know how to make it happen. No. Yeah. So I'm sure you know quite a few people that are like that. Well, you know. Doesn't <laughs> everybody? Yeah. Let's go ahead and get 815 on air. All right. Hello? Hello? Hi. How are you? Who's this? I'm good. Who's this? My name is Teresa. Hi, Teresa. What can I do for you? How are you? Well, 
I I guess tonight's the night of relationships for you. But I um, I, <laughs> I just want a general reading. Um, uh, let me tell you a little bit about me. I haven't been very okay. lucky in my relationships. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I've met a few people, you know, that apparently love me and adore me, and we have the best of times. But then suddenly it ends. Okay. Okay. Now, recently, well, not recently, in December, I ended up a relationship, um, and he he's married, actually. He was supposedly going through a, a separation and divorce, and he wanted me, and he loved me. And and when the time came to talk to her, um, well, he did, but everything just went down the drain for me. He stayed there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We've talked a few times afterwards, and he tells me he loves me, and I do love him. And, uh, you know, days like today, I just get, I don't know, for some reason today was a very hard time for me thinking about him, and I can't let go. Should I let go? Should I wait? What can you Let go. I really feel like you need to let go. Um His courage is conditional on being away from his wife. Mm-hmm. When he's actually standing in front of her, mm-hmm. he's always going to chicken out. Yeah, that's the way it's being. I mean, she has absolute and, control on this man. Yeah, and that's not going to change anytime soon. When he's away from her, when he's with you, he really means it. He really means it, that he wants to leave her and be with you forever and all that good stuff. And then he goes to tell her, and she looks at him, and she gives him that look. Mm-hmm. And he just turns into a four-year-old boy. Oh, my God. And that's the way it's going to be. Yeah. And I think you need to cry it out and go find somebody else. Because if this guy is not brave enough to stand up for himself, mm-hmm. he's not brave enough. He doesn't deserve you. Yeah. So. God, it is so hard. Just it is so hard, though. I mean. I know. I mean, I've tried everything, and uh, but there's days that I just can't. I I want to see him and. I mean, we're being separated, and, and, you know, I respect his situation over there, but Mm -hmm. we talked, supposedly, we're going to be friends forever, he told me, whatever. But I, no, 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 it's too hard. Mm -hmm. But anyway, just said to let go, that's a great, I mean, recommendation. Do you see anyone or feel anyone coming my way anytime soon? Well, you got to clear the decks. you got to clear this guy out first. Um, because right now, he's easy in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Because both of you kind of know that it's not going anywhere. So okay. you can be really sweet and romantic and promise the world to each other and all that great stuff, knowing that he's still going to go home to his wife. Yeah. So um, it doesn't ever get really real. Yeah. There's always a fantasy element to it. Mm-hmm. And 
until you can sort of clear the decks okay. and say, I want real, I deserve real, then there's no room for anyone real. I mean, how can anyone compete? Right. You've got this perfect fantasy guy in a lot of ways. How could anyone real compete with that? So, yeah, that is true. Um, once you've cleared the space and say to yourself, I want real. I want mm-hmm. real. Don't go for the married guys. They always say they're going to leave their wives and they almost <laughs> never do. I want real. I want someone who is going to, I am going to be the most important woman in his life. And That is right. And then go get him. Yeah. But otherwise, you're just gonna waste. You're just gonna waste your time with this guy. Yeah. And his wife's going to kind of keep letting it happen because this it gets him out from underneath her feet, and mm-hmm. she knows that he's never gonna leave her. Right. But she gets the benefit of guilt. So she can use his guilt against him anytime she wants. And that gives her what she wants, more control over the relationship, over everything with them. And, you know, it's their their marriage, in a way, Mm -hmm. works. Mm -hmm. It's Mm -hmm. not only happy, but it works. No. Right. She and, says she's very unhappy, but as you say, stays there. So, yeah. And so the the person who's really getting the short end of the stick here is you, right? Because you're the one who is going to be waiting home alone because he's got to go be with his family, right? So, yeah. Um, <laughs> and when he says, "But I love you, and I'll love you forever." Mhm. You can you need to respond with that's nice. And I need someone who isn't just going to love me forever but is going to love me right here right now. Right now. Right. And then stay with me tonight. Yes. So. Oh, yes, okay. <laughs> Besides, you're lucky in love. The next guy will oh, come along soon. Yeah, he has to. I need to be happy. Because right mm-hmm. now I'm miserable because of that, and it's just not good. He asked me no. for time. Just give me time. Mm-hmm. You gave him time. Yes, yes, I have. But anyway, well, I want to thank you very much. Oh, you're very welcome. And God bless you. God bless you, too. Have a great night. Bye. You, too. Bye. Thanks. Yeah, the married men, they never leave their wives. No, they never leave their wives. No, they say they will, but they won't. They're they're chicken. Yeah, if they were actually going to leave their wives, they would have. Yep. They they wouldn't be uh, still married and uh, playing around. Yeah, seriously. Okay. We got somebody. You don't get somebody? Uh, trying to get them there. Okay, area code 518, you're on the air. Yes, hi. Hi. 
Um, my name's Helen. Uh, uh, who is this? Helen. Hi, Helen. What can I do for you tonight? Well, um, I'm wondering about something specific. Um, okay. I'm planning. Um, I'm going to be moving. Um, uh, let me see. In March. Okay. Of next year, and but what I, I was wondering, because I had a friend of the family um, offer offer for me to stay with them, and I was wondering if you saw anything, you know, indicating, you know, whether or not that would be a, a smart move. Well, uh, I don't feel good about this. I feel like you need to have in your head that if you go and stay with this friend of the family, you need to be thinking in terms of two to three weeks max okay. uh, and nothing longer. If you plan, I know the invitation is for longer, but it's not going to work out. So if you need to, like, all right, I need to crash for, you know, a couple days, a week or two tops while I find the perfect spot, that's cool. But if you're thinking weeks into months, this is not going to work out. Um, okay. And you will be very unhappy very quickly. Okay. So plan accordingly. Oh uh, yeah, because um, I I kind of was going back and forth with it because it, it seemed like you know wow this came at a great time I'm looking I'm having a hard time, you know, mm -hmm. um, finding the place with of you know with my financial situation and. You know, right. the person offered. So, you know, I'm like, well, I, I don't want to get into a situation where um, this is bad, you know. And yeah. It feels to me like this is going to come with a lot of conditions on it. Um, and you're going to find yourself sort of living under a, a lot of unofficial rules. Okay. And... Um, Okay, no one wants to feel like they're a 12-year-old on curfew again once you're an adult. That's what it's going right. to feel like. And it, it's going to be one of those situations where um, I feel like they would never kick you out, but you would be so crazed to get out of there after just a week or two that be like, you know what, I'd rather sleep in my car than have to put up with this any longer. So it's just going to make a – moving is stressful. This is going to make it more stressful. Um, like I said, if you need a place to crash for a few days to a week or so, it'll be fine. But if there's a feeling of indefiniteness about this, it's going to go bad. It's going to mm. go really bad. Um, wow. What you may want to do is, um, uh, as you're coming up to this time, um, you said March, right? Yeah. Um, so, like, late January or early February, maybe, um, if you could go down there for a couple days 
and stay with this person just for a couple of days to like scope out the scene and maybe try to find someplace else because when your feet are on the ground, it's easier to find someplace to live than if you're trying to do it from far away. I mean, the Internet's great, but, you know. Tell me about it, though. No, trust me. That's, the, that's been a big thing right now. You know, sometimes, wow, this apartment looks really great. And you get there and go, oh, look at the bugs. They're bigger than I am. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, so, you know, it's, it, I, I would encourage you to give it even just a day or two test run. And when you do that, you're going to realize, oh, wow, this totally would not work. I'm living with my grandmother. Um, wow. But uh, at the same time, it will give you the opportunity to find some place um, while being there. So it doesn't have to be long, just even a couple days. And you'll go, oh, wow, this was not exactly what I was expecting. Okay, because so, this person offered me to do that, to come down and stay for a couple of hours, you know, to see, um, you know, what I thought, especially because they mm-hmm. have cats and I have allergies, so. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. well, let me, uh, well, let me ask you, in, in I guess, quickly, mm-hmm. I, I've been feeling like the doors here where I'm, I'm at now, I've just been feeling like, you know, it's time for me to move on. Mm-hmm. Um. Do you see that, you know, because it's like, the, you know, I have not been able to find work. And, you know, as far as relationships, like romantic or or um, just friendship-wise, I mean, I've just, I just haven't really found that, had that here, mm-hmm. you know, where I'm at right now. Yeah. yeah, it, the phrase that I, well, the phrase I get is worn out your welcome. Mm. Which is, and not, I don't mean that as a criticism or anything. It just feels like everything that you were meant to do in this location, you've done. And it's time for something fresh. Um, both to get fresh energy moving for you uh, and to just sort of change your horizons. Right. I feel like you've sort of done what you need to do and it's time to move on to something new. Okay. All right. Okay, because that helps. Okay, well, that helps me because I was just feeling like things, you know, things are really dead and it's not going anywhere, you know. Mm-hmm. So, but then, you know, um, I guess I think someone said this earlier about the whole transitioning thing. If someone can do it for me, you know, yes. I'm really not. I really like to. I really don't have a problem jumping out there. But mm-hmm. you know, I've been here. I came up here to go to school, so I've been here for so long. Right. You know that. I stayed and I ended up staying and um, di- I didn't plan on it. But just thinking, mm-hmm. okay, well, you know, I've just been getting a lot of, you know, like negative feedback, you know, like how are you mm-hmm. going to afford it? It's so much more expensive, you know. Um, well, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> um, part of it is that, you know, it really is that you went, to, you, you, you came up to go to school and you did that and now you, 
like I said, you've overstayed your welcome, and it's time for you to go and get back on that original career path, that original yeah. plan of go to school and then go and do something bigger and better. And you did the first part. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, get get moving again, and um, don't you came up there you went there to go to school you went to school now it's time to move on and yeah where you're looking at moving is more expensive but the wages are higher too right so it all works out okay all right okay thank you I guess I was just thinking about you know this concept of the universe supporting the move so that's why I just wanted to you know, um, ask the question, you know, like, you know, mm-hmm. will I find support in, in in my in my quest to relocate? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, part of this is, this move is your final graduation here from school and that part of your life. And uh, now the other thing that I am getting is this friend of the family, um, will be in much more supportive of you if you're not living together. Okay. Like if you're if you got your own place and even if it's a crummy place, um this family friend will just be ready to do all kinds of stuff for you and bring you casseroles and baked goods or take you out to dinner and show you around and introduce you to people and all that sort of other stuff. Whereas if you're living together, you will be the annoying girl who's living there. Not because you're annoying, but just because they're not used to it. So anyone would be the annoying person living there. So you'll get way more help if you're not actually living there. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. Because it's kind of a weird, when I say friend of the family, it's it's not, you know, the situation is a little little interesting. Um, Right. Because the person, you know, the person is is a friend, really, of my mother. Mm-hmm. mother like there's a relationship type of thing. So. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that helps me. Thank you. Okay. You're very welcome. All Have right. a great night. You too. Bye. Area code seven seven three. You're on the air. Hi, Michael. Hi, John Michael. This hey. is Mark. Hey, Mark. What can I do for you? Um, I, I had a two-part question. Uh, in this vortex that I have created for myself, you know, you build the damn thing, and then you can't remember where the exit is. Um, right. I'm curious as to whether you see anything that I need to do to accelerate moving things effectively forward and what you see as far as that shift. Huh? Um, As a general side note, I'd like to begin by saying you tend to overcomplicate your life. I feel like 
here's the metaphor that I'm getting. So often with your life, you, you're like that person saying, okay, heads I'll go right, tails I'll go left. That's two out of three. That's three out of five. That's five out of seven. And you know the answer that you want, but you keep trying to convince the universe to um, sort of doubly reinforce that as opposed to just listening and watching for the actual answer. So it's not so much that there are things that you need to do to accelerate your transformation and and move things forward. It's more that you need to get out of the way and listen and pay attention to what the universe is trying to show you as opposed to trying to negotiate with God. So, okay. Um, so I feel like It's almost like you need to sort of uh, to push the pu- push aside so much of your stuff and, and let God and the universe speak to you. You you put a lot of conditions on your life and it has to happen this way and it has to happen exactly like this if it's going to be real and you're making life more difficult for yourself than you need to. Does that make sense? Um, It does. Is it not what you wanted to hear? No, I'm I'm reflecting on it. No, I mean, I had okay. no idea what, what the response was going to be. That's why I called. Right. Um, um I just really feel like you overly complicate your life. And you don't need to. Okay. One of the things that I really would encourage you to do over the next couple of days and weeks is um, I'd really encourage you to spend some time sitting in meditation um, outside of your normal environment and outside of your normal style of prayer or meditation or spiritual practice. Um, Go play outside. Go sit under a tree. Uh, Go spend some time meditating away from the ways that you would normally do such a thing. Interesting. Get a slightly different perspective. I will do that. And you're going to find yourself... um, I feel like the universe keeps throwing signs and dreams and visions at you, and you've built up all of this stuff and structure around yourself that it had a hard time getting through. And the reason I feel like you should go and, like, get away from your normal self and your normal stuff and go sit under a tree is that, you know, it's one of those, God, give me a sign, and it's, you know, something even as simple as a a squirrel dropping an acorn on your head. I mean, it's just, it's going to be stuff 
just like almost the universe going, thank you for finally asking. Yes, we've got so much we want to tell you. We were just waiting for you to <laughs> shut up and listen. So, so go and get outside your normal routine and your normal preconceived notions and, and let the universe throw acorns at your head and see where it's going to lead you, okay? I will do that. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. You're very welcome. And and thank you, Michael, for taking the call. You're very welcome. Have yourself a great night. Thank you. The universe and God really wants to help us and talk to us and make our lives work. We're the ones who make it all complicated. Yep. We uh, we ignore the signs. We don't see the signs. Mm-hmm. We're like, oh, no, that can't be right. <laughs> That's not the sign that I was looking for. I wanted this sign. Yeah. Area code 913, you're on the air. Hey, you guys. How you doing tonight? Hi. Good. Who's this? Well, thanks for taking my call. You're very welcome. My name's Andy, and got a question for you about where I'm living right now. Okay. Um, starting to search for another place, and I'm, I live part of the week... Um, away for school mm-hmm. and part of the week at my home five hours away Oy. and the spot that I'm at at school I want to find some place that's got a yard and kind of a small house so I can bring my dogs Right. and I'm looking at a property tomorrow but just wondered how soon or if you could tell me how soon I'm going to find something because I sure miss my dogs <laughs> yeah they miss you too. Oh, they're like my kids. I don't feel like the place that you're looking tomorrow is right. Um, okay. It feels like it's too expensive for what you're getting. Right. Um, I would I would agree well, on superficial look at it. Yeah. Um, what I'm getting for you is um, you're a stable person with. Good income and good credit. You need to be looking at properties that are um, foreclosed or or outside of the normal real estate channels. Okay. Because uh, you're going to get yourself a much better deal. Uh, You've been going sort of standard, and what you're seeing Uh is way too much money for mediocre stuff. Um, What I feel like you need to do is uh, there are real estate agents these days who specialize in um, foreclosures and uh, tax stuff and, you know, property that is going to come to the market really, really low. Um, Uh But it's hard for the kind of stuff that just as a, a... non-real estate individual, we're not going to find it. Right. Not without putting right. way more time, energy, and effort into it than you've got. Sure. I mean, currently you are a, you, you know, you're busy and you're spending a ton of time commuting each week. So um, yeah. you need, <laughs> you don't have time to go and track down 
the perfect no. house for practically nothing. Uh, so, um, I mean, you can start on the Internet, uh, just look for, you know, real estate agents, foreclosures, um, tax, whatever they call that, um, uh, right. taken for taxes, or, or I, I don't even know how to phrase that. Um, sure. And uh, look for that. There are a number of agents who do that these days. Um, if you were in Ohio, I'd know who to direct you to, but um, no. <laughs> uh, yeah. But um, <laughs> not in Ohio. <laughs> not in Ohio. Uh, so no. that's what you need to be looking for, and um, you're going to be the kind of client they want because you're going to be able to get credit for a weird deal, whereas someone who's not quite so solid wouldn't. So, so you think um, this is a situation where I, where I should buy versus rent? Yeah, I do. Wow. So I'll have two mortgages. <laughs> well, here's well here's the reason. Um, okay. I feel like the price difference for what you're going to be able to get if okay. you go this not slightly non-traditional route. Okay. You're going to be able to walk into something where you go, "Oh man, I would have to. I'm going to. I'm paying a third per month what I would be paying in rent." Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. That. I mean, that's the oh, kind of numbers that I'm getting. Yeah. For you. Uh, where it's going to be like, why wouldn't I buy for this? They're going yeah, to one next door yeah, too. Absolutely. Um, whereas. If you stick for the idea of a rental, you're gonna get you're you're gonna end up spending just a ton of money for something that you're not happy with. Right, right, yeah, that's so, been par for the course lately. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Whereas I feel like you're gonna be able to if you look around, um, give yourself. Set yourself a deadline of a month and a half. Okay. Let's say 45 days from the time that you find one or two agents you can work with. Um, uh-huh. Tell them your situation and say, look, if I can find something where my monthly payments are going to come in less than X. Right. And look at what you've been looking at for rentals. Take it down by about half. Excellent. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. Um, Because they're going to figure you've got some wiggle room, and you've got some wiggle room. So say, if I can find something that's going to bring me in at a monthly payment of this, I will Uh, buy it tomorrow. And the real estate agent who's been desperate for a sale for the last couple weeks, because they're all desperate for a sale in this current market, is going to go, dollar science. (laughs) And you're going to find yourself in a much better situation. Um, because so you think it'll be pretty easy to unload when the time comes? Because I don't plan to be here, you know, for more than about three or four years. I feel like you're going to be there a little bit longer than that. Okay, um, five at the most. <laughs> okay. Um, but I feel like you're buying low. So even uh-huh. if you end up selling low, what the heck? Um, yeah. 
the way that I would encourage you to think about this is you're not buying a home where you're going to be living for the rest of your life. You're not making a real estate investment. You're finding a cheaper rent. Okay. Yeah, that's a good way to look at it. I hadn't thought of it that way. So in five years, if you sell it for the exact same price that you bought it at, or even just for whatever's left on the mortgage, Uh so what? You just paid cheap rent for five years. Absolutely. And uh, so don't think of it so much as equity. Right. Don't think of it so much as equity as um, cheap rent. And okay. that's it's what I did for the house that I'm living in right now. So, you know, I did something similar. Um, you know, my monthly mortgage payment is about half of what I would be paying in rent for something comparable. So, message CR52. Welcome to iWireless. The customer you have dialed is not available or has traveled outside the coverage area. Please try your call again later. Message CR52. Welcome to iWireless. Hello? Okay, I guess we lost her. Oh. I wasn't sure who that was. I was looking around. Yeah, I know. I know, that's the same way I was. I was like, okay, where did that come from? (laughs) Well, dear, I hope we answered your Uh, question because that's the end of that. Yep. Go ahead, bring on area code 302. You're on the air. Hello, this is Tina. How are you guys doing? Hi, Tina. I'm doing, doing good. How great. are you? That was very weird. I was like, oh, my God, why is that lady saying that to me right now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure everyone who was on the line just had the same moment of, is there something wrong with my phone? Right. I'm like, why is she talking to me right now? Um, no, I, first off, I'd just like to say that this is very good that I'm, you know, listening because um, there's things in life that uh, the synchronicity of uh, events, and I'm mm-hmm. calling in regards to that. Um, the gentleman that called earlier, um, kind of like the same thing, but I wanted to know what kind of work I should go into. <sighs> Tina, what kind of work do you need to go into? Hmm. Tina? Yes? You bore easily. That I do, yeah. <laughs> I'm and, working on that, though. Uh, well, you know, there are certain jobs and professions where boring easily is actually a benefit as opposed to a fault. Right. Thus far, you have been trying to bend yourself into pretzels for jobs where multitask, where that sort of uh, multifocus is a huge detriment. Right. Whereas you need to be looking in directions where uh, doing 15 things at once mm-hmm. is a is a virtue and not a vice. Right. Um, I know. So I I would encourage you to be looking at things that are going to be um, chaotic in nature. You actually do very well in chaos. I agree, kind of, in a way. There's a lot of people who don't. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, And a lot of people who, in the kind of chaotic situations where you thrive, would completely melt down and end up crying in the bathroom stall. Right. So so 
where I, I really feel like you need to focus is um, I'm getting two things, mm-hmm. and they're very different directions, but they've got the same kind of high-energy craziness. Um, and the first one that I'm getting is the first one that I was getting was um, working with kids okay. in either a school or daycare situation. All right. Not yeah. really young, but more like oh five to ten. Okay. Um, the age where they're bonkers. Okay. Yeah, because <laughs> because. Kind of running around, taking care of, handling, keep your eye on a bunch of different things. That works for you. The other thing, and like I said, this is a completely different direction, is um, behind the scenes entertainment industry. Really? That would be great. <laughs> not, you know, not in any of the glory, you know, right, not like the star, glamorous like stuff. stuff right. <laughs> um, more along the lines of um, uh, management. Uh, not like agent management, but um, organization, uh, production manager kind of stuff. A booking agent. You would do very well as a booking agent. Okay. Um, The kind of thing where there's a lot of things and people you need to keep track of. um, and And keep people happy. You've got a very um, warm and welcoming personality. Thank you. (laughs) And you put people at ease very quickly. Uh, But it doesn't necessarily feel personal. You know, there are some people who you meet them and they put you at ease in such a way that you feel like, gosh, should we date? Right, right. You know, (laughs) it, it, it suddenly feels very personal. And others where you're like, Oh, this is very, very nice. And in fifteen, and in five minutes, we're going to walk away from each other, and I'm never going to think about you again. Right. That's, and yeah. vice versa. Right. And not to, not in a bad way, just oh, that was nice. La la right. la la la. And you go on with your life, and you do that second one where people meet you, and it's nice, and it's lovely, and it's wonderful, and the two of you enjoy each other's company. And then as soon as the project or whatever it is that you're working on ends, or the phone call or the meeting or whatever, you both walk away. Everyone feels good about it, but nobody ever really thinks about each other uh, again. Right. And that's what I try to do. I try to make a point to do that, like with just anyone. But, you know, I didn't know how to harness that into a creative, you know, and a productive, you know, for a person that's surviving, you know, (laughs) this economy. Right. You know, I would put together put together your resume, put together your portfolio, um, but the more would that you, you say can like the get... the healing work or like the energy, you know? That feels to me like a hobby for you right now. Right, it is. And that, that's what I was like wondering, like if that should, I should go into that or, you know, something on that spectrum. I feel that at this point in your life, you need to be working for someone else and not working for yourself. Okay. Um, that's not to say that I certainly continue to follow that and right. do more healing work. Um, and I'm not even saying you should. Uh, I feel like you know you. I would also encourage you to begin charging for what you do. 
Okay. Because um, I do the palmistry, and everyone says that it's, like, that's, you know, I don't know. I don't feel I don't like know. at this point you are focused enough to be self-employed. Right. Okay. Um, keep it a hobby right. for now. Doesn't mean you can't double down on that later. Okay. But I feel like right now if you tried to make it your full-time job without someone else giving you direction, mm-hmm. you'd just spin off into a thousand different directions and wouldn't... Kind of dissipate into like... <laughs> a crying mess. Yeah. Right. Um, you're. You would be much better off right now, for the next couple of years at least, working for someone else, who can keep you harnessed. Okay, like a service industry kind of deal. Mm-hmm. But like I said, look around for um, <sighs> entertainment venues uh, in your area. I mean, like you know concert halls or theaters or um, uh, conference centers. Conference centers would be also good. Um, And look for positions in that sort of area because that's going to be something that will um, adequately harness your your, your personality and give you lots of stuff to do. And it's also going to get you a chance to meet lots of people. You like that. All right. Well, thank you. That that does kind of square it out for me, you know, because I had it in a little side corner, but it does kind of, you know, make it into more defined shape of where to go. Yeah, and don't go looking for quiet jobs. Like, you would be a horrible librarian. Right. Because <laughs> I would, like, just, yeah, the silence is deafening at times, yeah. Yeah. So um, go for something that's going to keep you nice and active Stimulate. and stimulated and um, meeting and talking to lots of people. There are plenty of people in this world who you say, yes, we'd like you to talk to 40 different people today and try to make all of them happy. Right, like spread the positivity kind of thingy. Is that it? And there are so many people out there who would go, that sounds horrible. Right. You think it sounds great. So that's what you need to be doing. Okay. All righty. Well, thank you very much, and I really do appreciate it. And you gentlemen have a nice evening. You too. Or morning, rather. You do the same, dear. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Go yeah, go for what you're good take, at. Here we go, 916. Yeah. Here we go, 916. You're on the air. Hello. My name is Kayla. I'm from Hi. California. What was your name again? Kayla. Kayla. Nice. Yep. Hi, Kayla. What can I do for you tonight? Um, My question has to do with love life. Um. I've been, you know, working Don't on my own. Don't sound so depressed about what you say it. <laughs> I've been working out on my own, going through school, and um, just wondering when a guy is going to pop into my life. <sighs> Goodness, right now I feel like there's no room. There's no room yeah. for anyone else in your life right now. And I've been clearing out all the, pretty much all the trash that's in my life, so I'm <laughs> hoping that there would be some more room, but. Mm-hmm. Um, you, right now you are so busy and you're so focused on your stuff that the image that I get is, uh, picture in my head, is of you 
bent over a desk and you're working on stuff and there's a guy outside pounding on the window and you can't even hear him. Yeah. And <laughs> that's kind of what's going on right now is it's not there aren't guys interested in you. It's that you are so tunnel vision that you'd have to trip over him to notice. And even then, yeah. he'd probably have to grab onto your foot if you walked past. So. Yeah. There's a guy and that I've been talking to, but um, it's just you know, exactly what you're saying. I'm so, you know, running around doing everything. He texts me, and I just I don't have time to reply. So let's see. But, yeah. And so he thinks you're not interested. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I mean, sorry I didn't return your text from three days ago. Uh, you know, it's yeah. That's that's a lot of rejection for a guy. So, I feel like the truth of the matter is, right now, you are so focused on your goals that there really isn't room for anything else right now, and. I know that's not the answer that anyone wants to hear, but mm-hmm. there just isn't any room. And to be beating yourself up over why am I why am I alone? Well, the easy answer is because there's just no space for anybody else. Um, the good news is the end is in sight for you. Yeah. Not the end end, but I mean the. Um, <laughs> What you're working on, you know, where what you're trying to achieve, the end is in sight. And you're you're gonna be in a much more mellow place. Well, not that soon, but in about a year. Um mm-hmm. where there's gonna be some more space in your life and you're gonna have room for that guy to show up. Not necessarily this guy that you're talking to right now because frankly he's a good guy but he deserves someone who can actually pay attention to him right now. And right now you can't. Mm -hmm. So focus, double down, get done what you're trying to get done um, and be secure in the knowledge that you're going to be okay. But right now, there's just no room in your head for anybody else. Mm-hmm. You're so driven and you're so focused on achieving your goals that, I mean, yeah, maybe if you could find the male version of a 1950s housewife. But <laughs> I wish. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the 1950s housewife even existed back in the 1950s. So, (laughs) you know, right now, cut yourself a break. Um, Take a night off. Go out with this guy. Have a nice time and then say, look, I'm really sorry, but I'm too busy for you right now. But this was really fun. Thanks. Yeah. And... You know, let it be what it is. 
because it's not fair to you or to anybody else right now for you to try to pencil somebody else in. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, thank you so the, much. <laughs> you're very welcome. Y'all have a great evening. Have a good night. Thanks. You, you too. too. All right. We've got time for one more quick caller. Okay. Um, I want to remind everyone, too, that if you want to get a full reading from me, you go to johnmichaelthornton.com, and if you use the coupon code, be the light now, all lowercase, you can get 15% off a reading. And that's for everyone we didn't well, get to talk to. Thank you very much for that. Cool. I'm sure they'll be uh, definitely be using it. Okay. All right. We got time for one more? Area code 913, you're on the air. Hi, how are you? Good. Can you hear me? Okay, good. I, I just, um, I've never had a reading from you, so I want to thank you for being here tonight and taking my call. And Michael knows I adore him, so that's what I've been said. <laughs> but mm-hmm. um, I have a, um issue that I've been dealing with for now for a few weeks, Um Okay. My mom. Uh, what was your name before we get started I'm here? I'm sorry. My name is Louise. Louise. Okay. Yes. My mom is dying in Chicago, mm-hmm. and I'm nowhere near there. Um, right. My sibling did not take care of her well at all mm-hmm. after I left, um, left somewhere after five months, and um, she caught an infection that she could not get rid of. And they um, overrode her, do not resuscitate, and her living will, not wanting to be on life support. Um, Right. Basically, I believe, for their own interests and their own greed. Um, Mm -hmm. Last Thursday, they cut off both of her legs. Um, I understood that this coming Friday, they're going to amputate an arm. And in two weeks, amputate half of another arm. She's 82 years old, myasthenia gravis, diabetic, cardiac. Um, it's a horrible, horrible situation. Um, but they do this for their own self. Today, I find mm-hmm. out that they did an emergency surgery because, <coughs> excuse me, she was um, excreting some more infection out of the stumps and bleeding, so they had to go back in and clean that up. Um, they also took her off a regular ventilator and made a permanent trachea um, into her throat, um, but she's still on a breathing machine. Mm-hmm. Um, going to leave her that way for eight months, um, and it continues to go on. They're going to continue with these amputations. I don't even, they fired all her other doctors, um, Things are very hairy. My understanding is they're trying to find me so they can have me arrested on whatever they make up at this point. Um, and I will not allow my daughter to say goodbye to her grandmother. And so I want to know what you get, what you feel, what you think I need to do, what you, you know, just whatever. I am just so horrified, disgusted beyond myself. Um, can't imagine that this could happen. Well, I feel like first thing, first thing is uh, your mother is 
totally ready to move on and will be doing so as soon as she can pull it off. Um, and so this will not go on as long as you are afraid it will. That having been said, it's already gone on longer than it should. Um, the state did a surgery today, four days after amputating both legs. I was like, wow. Um, the other thing that I feel is important for you, both for yourself and for whatever else can be done, I feel like you need to find yourself some legal counsel, both to protect yourself and your interests, but also it may be necessary to sort of bring to light how against your mother's wishes all this is. I contacted an attorney today in her area. Mm -hmm. Um, I can't afford one. Um, I have a husband who's in the fourth stage of his disease, um, Mm -hmm. and I have my own disabilities. Um, But I talked to them. They knew her, and they knew what she did. She was a a big community activist. She received the Thomas Mm -hmm. Jefferson Award for 40 years a volunteer mm-hmm. service in this country 15 years ago. Um, and they said that basically she holds all the cards um, because if she had my mother sign before she got this sick, since she was the one that would take her, even though they never mm-hmm. took her to the doctor, then yeah. she gets to call all the shots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's... Unfortunately, the way the law is written, if any of the surviving relatives decide to override a lot of your paperwork, I mean, it depends upon the state and locality, but there's often not a whole heck of a lot that can be done. Um, I don't feel like she's going to hang around much longer. Do you think she's but, waiting for my daughter to get there to say goodbye? No, I think that she's just um, medical science is keeping her here past the time when she would like to leave. Um, and I feel like at this point, seeing for your daughter to see what has happened would be horrifying. Yeah. For you, too. I mean, I'm okay because I knew when I left last year, by the Mm -hmm. way things were when I left, that I probably would not see her alive again. However, I did not think that it would be this soon. I said to my daughter last year when we left that I don't expect her, and she thought I was just being, you know, emotional. But I said, no, Mm -hmm. they will not put in the effort and the time and the patience that it took from us to make sure that they were in good health. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just horrified that they are dismembering her piece by piece. Um, I understood that this next surgery, had it not been for the one today, they would be doing a surgery this Friday. They were going to cut off an arm and part of one of her sides. That's how bad this infection was that they did not take Mm -hmm. her to a doctor for. 
is that it ate her from the inside out on all four of her limbs and on her side. Um, she also is on dialysis, you know, um, but put in a permanent trachea because she can never breathe on her own again is mm-hmm. just so horrifying. You know, um, we are not allowed to call there and get any information. Um, mm-hmm. We get it all by a third parties. And um, I just need to know, you know, of my if they start looking for us and find us, what they could charge us with, I have no idea. But I don't think that they'll ever leave us alone, per se. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know how to you know, deal with that. You know, I don't ever want anything to do with any of them. I know they will not right. take care of my father. I know they will not take care of my aunt. And it mm-hmm. just horrifies me that people yeah. can treat other people in this manner. I feel like at this point, they're, all that you can really do is um, that I may, I know that the money issue, but you may want to have some, at least talk to a lawyer at some point. Um, but also, I would encourage you and your daughter to have a a little private goodbye ritual. Okay. Go someplace nice. Go outside. Um, someplace that you feel your mother would like. Mm-hmm. And have a little bit of a goodbye ceremony for yourself. Your mother's left the building. Her soul has left the building. If you want to talk to her, you can talk to her as well now anywhere as you could if you went there because she's not she's not there anymore you know part of me is angry with her for trusting people that never had her interest and she gave them all of the power instead of people who knew it. and she got good interest and I know part of this is her karma and I know she was not always a great person but this I, I don't believe she deserves now, so go and have a little private ceremony, a little private goodbye for you and your daughter, sort of get it out of your systems. Mm-hmm. That's going to help her move along. But at this point, like I said, she's left the building. and How long do you think it will be before she leaves, you know, just permanently? Not too long. Um, I mean, you know, we're sort of we're running towards the extremes of what uh, medicine can do for you at this point, and mm-hmm. unfortunately, I feel like the doctors who who are now dealing with the situation um, do not have the patient's highest and best. No, they don't. It's experimental. This is giving them classes for their students. And so, but there does come to be a point where it's sort of like, well, we're kind of done. So, it the time is coming near. I feel like we're we're definitely in a weeks, not months kind of situation. Okay. Um, we're not quite down to days yet. But okay. we're not far away from that. 
Do you think my dad will follow soon after? Yes. I feel like maybe three months. Do you think longer than that? He never wanted to live without her anyway. Absolutely. Absolutely. And he has severe Alzheimer's. Do you Mm, think three months is unreal? That feels like a reasonable time time frame. You know, a little plus or minus. Um, I think for the holidays, I don't think he'll want to spend this holiday without her. No. Um, But one thing is, is, and when you you and your daughter do your little sort of goodbye ceremony, uh, one thing that I really want you to stress is you don't have to hang around, Ma. You can go. Please go. Um, Do not hang around for us. Do not hang around for anybody else. It's all about you. And as soon as you leave, Dad will be along soon. You don't need to hang around for him. And your passing will give him permission to move on as well. Yeah. And well, um, yeah. so well, I put that around out there. Because yesterday my kitchen cabinets were opening and closing on their own four times in a row. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're here. Yeah. So, thank you so much. Thank you, Mark. You're very welcome. I greatly appreciate you're it. You're very welcome, dear. We're All right, always we'll here talk for to you. you soon. Bye, bye. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining me tonight. It's been a pleasure oh, as usual. You're very welcome. Thank you for having me. Definitely. Have- Oh, any time. Definitely have to get you back on here again real quick, real soon. Yeah. Yeah. And your website right. once again for everyone listening in? JohnMichaelThornton.com. And, of course, you can also find me on Facebook, uh, uh, John Michael Thornton Psychic Intuitive. Cool. Well, look forward to talking to you again real soon. Have a good night. Okay. You too. Bye. Bye. And don't forget, everyone, you know, visit his website, visit his Facebook page, let him know how much you appreciated him, um, you know, being here tonight and taking that last caller and uh, staying over. It's greatly appreciated that, uh, you know, go ahead and, and let him know that. And uh, like I said earlier, in the earlier show, if you normally make a donation to any radio show, don't do that this week. The Red Cross can need uh, needs that a lot more than any any one particular radio show. Um, millions of people still without power. It's going to be weeks for that to happen. Some people are going to be homeless for months, and uh, you know they got to get food and water to these people. And uh, the Red Cross can definitely use your help. So uh, please visit redcross.org and uh, make any of your donations. Instead of doing it to a show, make it directly to the Red Cross. And if a, uh, any radio host doesn't like that idea, well, they're not being very spiritual, then are they? So until tomorrow night, everybody. Have fun, be good, and know that God loves you, and so do I. Good night, everyone. <laughs>